Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. One of the most common things I'm asked about, unsurprisingly, is orgasms. How to have more, better, by yourself, or with a partner, or more than one partner. Which is why I'm here today. I'm Chantelle Otten, I'm a qualified psychosexologist and scientist, and welcome to Sealed Section, the podcast that answers your sex questions that you're too afraid to ask your girlfriends. And in case you haven't gathered, today we're talking all about orgasms. So the elusive orgasm, it's one of the main motivators for sex, one of life's true pleasures, but it can also be a real challenge for some. So I want to let you know, whilst we are talking about orgasms today, it's important to understand that while orgasm is one of the main draw cards to good sex, it's not actually a requirement for good sex. Like, yeah, they're great. Orgasms are fun. They're great. They make you feel good. But you can have amazing, wild, spicy sex without one. Orgasms are kind of like the cherry on top of the cake. They just make the experience sweeter. So as I go through the questions today, I want you to keep an open mind and remember that if you're going to have partnered sex with someone, or even if you're having solo sex with yourself, you don't have to rush towards this goal of orgasm. What's more important is that you enjoy the journey of your solo pleasure or of your partnered sex. And remember, it's about dropping into the situation. It's about going somewhere with your sex life rather than trying to achieve a goal with your sex life. So orgasms are fun, but remember, pleasure is the goal of sex, not orgasm nor penetration for that matter. For our first question today, I've got, I'm a female. I don't think I've ever come during sex. Would I 100% know if I had? Boys always ask me if I came, and I don't think so. So when it comes to orgasms, a lot of people actually don't know what an orgasm feels like. And that's because there's many people that haven't had an orgasm out there or they're comparing one type of orgasm to another type of orgasm. The fact is, orgasms vary from solo sex to partnered sex to types of orgasms to type of stimulation. When it comes to orgasm, what we define it as is a physical reflex that happens when your pelvic floor muscles, which are the muscles that are down in your pelvis and they surround your vagina or they're at the base of your penis, they tighten during sexual arousal and then release through a series of 
rhythmic contractions. So kind of like little spasms, pelvic floor starts to move up and down. And if you've ever had an orgasm or if you're good at having orgasms, what you can actually do is look down at your genitals, your penis or your clitoris whilst you're having an orgasm and you'll be able to see those rhythmic contractions. You'll be able to see your clitoris move up and down. It's quite interesting to watch. So when this happens, there's usually an overwhelming sense of pleasure. So it's a physical release, but it's also an emotional one. Your pelvic floor starts contracting in and out, in and out, and your body gets a rush of feel-good emotions, leaving you feeling slightly loopy and relaxed. So that is what we define as an orgasm. Now for you, my dear, who is wondering whether you've ever orgasmed or not, I want you to think about, are you trying to orgasm through penetrative sex, aka penis in vagina sex, or is this through clitoral stimulation? Because there are a lot of people out there that think that they are meant to orgasm through penetrative sex, but only 30% of vulva or vagina owners can actually orgasm through penetration. And that's because the clitoris is the central point for pleasure in the vulva or in the person who has a vulva's body. It is the only orgasm designed purely for pleasure and at the end of the day, the penis, when it is penetrating, is nowhere near the clitoris. So it's very difficult for most vulva owners to actually orgasm through penetration. Understanding orgasms is super important because so many people come to me with the same question. They wonder whether they've ever experienced one. And when I say people, I usually mean people who are like you and have a vulva. I don't often have penis owners asking me this question. So I do think it's important to talk about what the process is to reach orgasm And to be honest, I think a lot of you are going to be surprised. A lot of it is not about what's happening down there, but it's also about what's happening in your biggest sexual organ, which is your brain. So when it comes to orgasms, our mindset is super important. I don't know about you, but (laughs) Have you ever tried to con yourself into sex when you're grumpy, you're anxious, you're distracted, or you're feeling a bit unsafe? It doesn't really work that well. And that's because your mindset is super important when you think about being open or closed to sex. Your mindset is all your inner psychological processes. So it's your thoughts, your beliefs, and your emotions. And if you're feeling good, secure, attractive, and safe, and relaxed, you're most likely to be in the mood and want sex and be able to relax into that orgasm. If you're feeling anxious, unsafe, yucky or distracted, then it's probably going to be difficult for you to reach orgasm because your mind is going to wander elsewhere where the orgasm is not really within reach. I often like to say that orgasms are kind of like happiness. If you try way too hard to reach it, 
it keeps getting further and further away from you and it starts becoming very difficult to reach. So what I encourage most people to do if they do struggle with orgasms is try a few different techniques. First and foremost, I want you to be in the right mindset. I don't want you to think about orgasm being the goal of your solo self-play or of your partnered pleasure. I want you to think of pleasure as being the goal because that's going to help you reach the point that you need to be to be able to relax and enjoy the experience. You don't even need to have an orgasm to have a good time in the bedroom. As I said before, it is the cherry on top. To me, an orgasm feels like a really deep and tight contraction. And then there's this like huge release and that whole sensation feels amazing just like shivers down your spine and if it's a really really big one i also completely lose any sensation in my feet for me it's like one big old electrical current running through my body it feels like a huge rush and i let go of any tension and i know that i'm about to get the best sleep ever One way to really settle in to your orgasm is practicing mindfulness. So mindfulness is the ancient Buddhist practice of paying attention to your moment to moment experience without judgment. And it can help many people with sexual concerns increase their sexual arousal, their ability to orgasm and their sexual desire by helping them become more attuned to their body's sexual response and learn to accept their body's physical experiences or limitations. And not only that, mindfulness can also help decrease stress and alleviate depression, something that we all probably need a little bit of help with, especially after COVID. It helps make people feel better and enjoy eroticism more. Another thing that's super important to think about when it comes to orgasm is context. So the context of sexual encounters is super important. Super helpful when it comes to orgasm as well. Context is the circumstances that lead to sex. So what is the environment or situation? If your partner wants to get down and dirty and you've just come home from a 10-hour workday, you spilled coffee on yourself and you're pretty hangry, then the context isn't right. But if you have had a few hours to yourself and you've been able to have a bath and feel good in your body, then the context is going to be a lot easier. Another example of what context could be is how you feel within your relationship as well. So if the connection is strong and if there's trust there and playfulness and positive energy, then the context of the relationship is usually going to increase the way that you respond to sexual stimuli because it feels good. If the relationship is not going great and if there's conflict and you're thinking, I don't know if I want to get close to this person, then the context isn't right and the sexual stimuli might be a little bit difficult to act on. So you're trying to achieve something that isn't right for the context in which you're in. If you're trying to have sex with someone and reach that pleasurable experience and reach orgasm when you're not really vibing that person, then I would suggest working on the relationship first and foremost and then focusing on pleasure in your sexual life as well. 
Now, when it comes to vulva orgasms, it can be a little bit challenging for vulva owners to sometimes reach orgasm because they don't realize that they need to focus a lot of attention on the clitoris. I suggest that you go and visit a website called omgyes.com, which is a website that is designed to teach vulva owners how to self-pleasure first and foremost. So there's different techniques on there. There's real life stories and You know what? I also suggest you buy a clitoral vibrator, which every vulva owner should own because it just does things that like fingers and a mouth and a penis do not do. It vibrates and it sends air over the top of your clitoris. It allows for those vaginal walls to swell up and for blood flow to come down there. And it just brings positive vibrations, something that a lot of people who have had difficulty with orgasms can often reach orgasm when they're using a vibrator because maybe their clitoris is just not reacting well to fingers or a mouth or a penis. So this is another method for you to be able to reach that elusive O. But again, at the end of the day, I want you to remember that self-pleasure and partnered sex is about pleasurable sexual experiences. It's not about reaching a goal. The further you try and think, I need to reach orgasm, I need to reach orgasm, I need to reach orgasm, the more difficult it is going to be. Be mindful, drop into the situation and focus on what makes you feel good. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. An orgasm for me just feels like this massive release of built-up energy and tension and then going into a really nice kind of calm and relaxed headspace. It's like a rush of energy and then I don't know if it's the same for everyone else but I can kind of release it when I want to and then it's just like major relief. My whole body feels like warm. It's hard to explain but it's not controllable like it's just the best possible relief. For our next question, we're going to be talking about the different types of orgasm. So the question reads, do you know if it's possible to experience different levels of orgasm? I've definitely orgasmed from masturbating and sex many times before, but I've got a vibrator and I had this new feeling after using it for a while. I tried to keep on using it after I'd already orgasmed just to see what happened. And I had this next level sensation like electricity all over my body, like my whole body was the vibrator. It made me question if that was actually an orgasm and my other orgasms weren't even it, or if this was a new level of orgasm. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I wonder if you have any thoughts or answers for me. 
So this is a really wonderful question. And I think what we need to discuss here is, first and foremost, there are different types of orgasms. And that can be an orgasm from clitoral stimulation. That can be an orgasm through penetrative sex. That can be an orgasm through nipple stimulation. Now, there hasn't actually been a huge amount of study on orgasms. They're a little bit elusive in the scientific world. So I wanted to give you a little bit more information on the types of orgasms that you can have. There's such thing as a combination or blended orgasm, which is a variety of different orgasmic experiences blended together. An example of that could be having a penetrative orgasm and a clitoral orgasm at the same time, or having nipple type of orgasm with a clitoral orgasm at the same time. So it's a combination of two different types of orgasm. You can also have multiple orgasms, which is a series of orgasms that you have over short periods rather than just one singular orgasm, which it sounds like you've kind of done, which is really exciting. And each orgasm that you have is going to feel a little bit different to the one before it because your genitals are in a different place. There's a lot of blood down there. All the nerve endings from your clitoris are being stimulated over and over again. And it's really exciting. It's building you up to this full body orgasmic experience, which you're describing. There's also something called a pressure orgasm. So that's orgasms that come up from indirect stimulation of pressure. You know what? This is something that comes up with exercise. So a lot of people talk about orgasms with me. They've had an orgasm while they've been exercising and they're confused. Why is this happening? And I like to say that this is an example of a pressure orgasm. It's because they're pushing down on their pelvic floor area every time that they do a crunch or maybe even a squat. And it's pushing blood down to the genitals and allowing for that orgasmic ability to start producing which is so cool. I've never had one, but I'm a bit jealous of everyone who has. There's also relaxation orgasms. So those are orgasms that come from deep relaxation during sexual stimulation. So that might be through mindful meditation. That can be a sleepgasm, which I've had only happens to me when I'm having a day sleep, like afternoon snooze, and I'll fall asleep. And maybe if I'm thinking of something sexy, I'll have an orgasm in my sleep because I'm super duper relaxed. And I'll wake up and be like, whoa, what just happened there? That was super exciting. So relaxation orgasms. There's also tension orgasms, and that's a super common form of orgasm. That's from direct stimulation where the body and muscles are tense. So for a lot of people that are learning how to orgasms, I tell them to tense their butt muscles and their pelvic floor muscles while they're stimulating themselves because it's that tension that brings on that orgasmic capacity. And that's one thing that a lot of people can do if you struggle a little bit, try and tense up your pelvic floor region and your butt muscles and see what happens with your orgasms. There are also such things as like G-spot orgasms. 
G-spot orgasms result from stimulation of an erotic zone that is inside the vagina. It's actually about two and a half centimeters into the vagina and up towards the belly button. And there's a lot of vibrators that are designed to stimulate this area because there's a lot of nerve endings in that area. If you feel inside yourself, if you do have a vagina, it feels kind of like a spongy, soft material. If you put a finger in and reach up towards your belly button, you can press on it. Feeling good within that area differs from person to person. Not everyone can reach a G-spot orgasm, but it's worth giving it a go and playing around with that area. There's also fantasy orgasms. So those are orgasms that result from mental stimulation alone. Now, some people can have these when they're fantasizing about someone or maybe watching porn or a TV show, but they're not actually touching themselves. This can actually happen. It's kind of rare, but I salute anyone who can have a fantasy orgasm from mental stimulation alone. And if you've got that special ability, harness it and embrace it because it's super fun and not everyone can do that. The journey to orgasm is a very individual experience. So there's no singular, all-encompassing definition. If you have different types of orgasm, that's absolutely okay because orgasms are not a one-size-fits-all model. It's about embracing the experience, about embracing the pleasure that you are experiencing and remembering that it's all good. If it feels good, it is good. So enjoy the journey. Don't focus on defining your orgasmic experience to a one-size-fits-all model. Thank you again to our open and honest listeners who submitted questions and thank you for listening to this podcast. Next week, we are delving into the big wide world of kinks, what they are, how to find yours and how to introduce yours to a partner. If you have a question or comment about this podcast, you can email us at podcast at mamamia.com.au or leave a message on our pod phone at 02-899-9386 and you can find me at Chantel underscore Otten underscore sexologist. This episode was produced by Emmeline Peterson. Thank you for listening. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.